This episode of the Insurance Coffee House is sponsored by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies and brokers in the UK and across the United States. Visit insurance-search.com for more details. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Welcome to the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. I'm Nick Hoadley, and each week you can join me as I interview leading InsureTech executives from around the world. We will be learning about the different InsureTech technologies and finding out how they can be a benefit to both insurance brokers and carriers when it comes to delivering for your customers. We'll also be learning about the different career opportunities available to insurance leaders within the InsureTech space and what benefits that can give to your career. I hope you enjoy the show. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Justin Gress, who is the Chief Operating Officer at Vantage Risk Companies, United States-based insurance and reinsurance business. And it's a pleasure to welcome Justin on the line today. Welcome to the show, Justin. Thanks, Nick. Great to be here. Justin, it's great to have you join us today. Really looking forward to hearing more about Vantage. I know you're normally based up there in, in Chicago, but you're joining us from New Jersey today. So we really appreciate you taking the, the time out. Justin, to start us off, would you mind sharing with our listeners a little bit more about your background and your sort of career journey and how you ended up joining Vantage? Sure. So I've been in insurance my, my whole career. I started out at Northern Illinois University, NIU majored in marketing and was a Kemper scholar uh, many years ago. That led me to uh, General Electric's leadership program. Finished that, went to, got sped out to GE Re, to GE Reinsurance. That got sold, went to Swiss Re, decided that uh, I didn't want to be a treaty underwriter. So I became an insurance consultant for KPMG, did that for a couple of years. And then I really had two, two main stops in my career. First one at CNA, I led specialty lines operations. So they're the processing side of the house and was there for about five years and then spent several years at Excel in a series of roles. I was COO of their construction insurance business, was COO of AXA XL Canada, and then had a couple of corporate roles focused on strategic planning and business transformation before I joined Vantage in January of 21. So joined Vantage in January 21 as, as VP of Strategic Initiatives and have been Chief Operating Officer of Insurance for the last several months. Awesome, awesome. It sounds like a, a great career journey. And what was it about Vantage? What was it about the business? What was it about what the opportunity was there that really drew you to the organization? So, so there was a couple of things. There was one other time in my career where I got to take part in building something, which is just mm -hmm. a very special thing mm -hmm. for those that have gotten to do it. They know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, for those that haven't, it, it, is, it is something very, very special. And I realized during COVID, that was the first time I really was, was home. Every single day, I'd been on the road for years where I had time to think about what I wanted to do and what made me happy. And I realized I was ready for a change. And I wanted to do something different. And I thought what really would appeal to me is, is maybe a startup or something just something mm -hmm. a little fresher or different than a legacy carrier. Uh, and, and Vantage came about and it was just at the perfect time. But the special thing about Vantage is, yes, it's, it's a new reinsurer, new insurer, but with you know, a significant capital base. So there was a security aspect to the move as well. 
but it's just it's been a very exciting journey the last you know 18 plus months fantastic so and you know, it sounds like a great opportunity for someone who wants that opportunity to build something but also with the financial backing stability as well there now it sounds like a great place to to be justin i know you're joining us in new jersey this morning but as we are in the insurance coffee house what's your usual go-to coffee of choice in the morning justin so I, i'm pretty simple i'll i'll get a starbucks pike place if i'm on the road but, you know, I, I do work from home some days. So the last couple of years, I've been making my own coffee as well. But uh, usually, usually pretty simple with just a Starbucks. Nothing fancy. Nothing too fancy at all. Yeah. When you make your, your one at home, is it normally better or uh, not, not quite as good as the, uh, as the takeout? <laughs> I, I, I like Starbucks a little bit better just because it's a little yeah. dark, you know, a little richer. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I got to have coffee every morning. So yeah. that's, that's an important part of the day for me. Absolutely. And listeners will see it. Well, I've, I've got a cup of coffee here right in my hand now, despite it being 10 past five in the afternoon. But that's what working. King US being based in the UK does feel it keeps you up all night. And Justin, could I start off by asking you about how you broke into C-suite, that sort of first really senior leadership position that you took on? And how did you find that transition from your from your previous role? Yeah, so when I was at when I was at Excel, I, I found myself in a in a position where there was I was regularly working on operational planning in, inside of a business unit, and there was there was a desire to uh, you know with senior leadership to expose other business units, other countries to that to that form of strategic planning, and it really gave me an opportunity to spread my wings and, and get out there literally around the world and and share. The concept of operational planning and what we call plan the work work the plan and, and the whole idea of doing rapid results initiatives, which were kind of 90-day quick hit initiatives focused on very specific goals. And, and it really started to help me develop a, a, a reputation that you know I was there to, to help deliver and, and help help other leaders progress in, in what they were looking to do. And I and I found that doors started to open through those experiences. And it also helped me gain confidence, right? I mean, that's part of, I think, the journey in terms of, of breaking down barriers to get more senior roles is, is gaining confidence and, and asking to get more involved in, in initiatives. And, and that's frankly what led to some, some large roles there and what led me to taking on the role I have advantage today. Awesome. And what would you say so far in your career, in your leadership careers, been the success that you're most proud of or the, or the, the biggest achievement that you've had so far today? You know, the, the thing I'm most proud of is the last 18 months. This is the most, this is the most fun I've had. This is the hardest I've worked. And, and it's all because of our team advantage. We are building something very, very unique and special here in terms of launching a first a reinsurer and now mm -hmm. an insurance company. Uh, literally from scratch. The route that, that Greg Hendrick and others chose to take was to effectively build out a non-admitted company and then an admitted company from scratch. Could it have been easier just to buy a competitor? Maybe so. But the real value is, is in all of the talent that we've been able to bring on over the last you know, year and a half plus and, and to do it in the, in the way that we've done it. I think has been something very special to me in terms of an achievement. I've learned a lot from it too, but more importantly, it's 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 kind of set us off on a journey as a team, which which is you know an even more important accomplishment 
versus something that I could name, you know, as an individual. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. I really hear the enthusiasm as well and the passion that you speak about it. Justin, would you mind giving us an overview of where the business is at the moment in terms of employee numbers, in terms of maybe some of the the products and services that you have and where where you're operating? Sure. So so we operate out of the Bermuda Bermuda in the US. So reinsurance is completely done out of Bermuda. Um, which, you know, reinsurance is really kind of entering their third, you could say, renewal cycle this fall, you know, and then, then from an insurance perspective, U.S. and Bermuda products, which include political risk, construction vertical, all the financial and professional lines, cyber, MPL are two recent ones, uh, excess casualty, uh, healthcare liability. We've got some, some programs. We recently just went over 200 uh, Vantage colleagues, which is just an awesome number to hit, you know, you know, from an overall, overall perspective and, you know, continue to grow and, and just look for opportunities to bring on other business units, potential programs, et cetera, to, to round out what we have today. Yeah. Great. No, thanks for that. I think it's always good for our listeners to, to get a good understanding and feel for where that business is from that perspective. You, you mentioned a little bit earlier about your career journey and your career path. It sounded like a fairly smooth journey. But have you ever had a time in your career where you were perhaps overlooked for a position and an opportunity? And how did you go about dealing with that? I, I have honestly, and, and it was you know it was humbling, frankly. And it was I think when you when you you know you kind of have what you feel is a great career progression, and then you get hit with one where you didn't get the job you wanted, and it, you kind of have to take a step back and realize you know you have to do some reflecting. So for me, that was towards the tail end of my time at XXL. So. I thought I was going to get a larger role several months before leaving. Didn't get the role that I thought I was going to get. Was offered something else before I left and, and really allowed me to kind of take a step back and think about what do I want to do? And like I said before, what makes me happy? Where can I make the biggest contribution? Uh, and, and it was a good, good point to reflect. It doesn't have to be a negative experience. In fact, I think that it was in the end, I'm glad I had that experience because it got me where I am today. I really don't think that I would have come here without that happening, frankly, right? Because it could have set on a different course or a different course for a while, maybe. But it really gave me a chance to to reflect and think about myself, what I could do differently, and also kind of culturally where I was and, and how I fit in and, and kind of where I was going to be over. And then I, then I made the decision of I wanted to do something different, which is, uh, you know, is a heavy thing to do which is something you shouldn't take lightly. So, you know, I think it's important to share that with people because uh, not everybody will share that with you, number one. And and two, it's important to take the reflection point and and think about it and uh, not rush to a uh, decision that you might regret at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. Great, great advice there, Justin. I think yeah, sometimes when you're on that trajectory, you sort of you keep moving in, in a direction, but it's only when you're you're almost forced to take a step back or you have that opportunity to step back, pause and reflect, work out right. what you really want, really what makes you happy. And then, you know, you can go down a, a slightly different path. It sounds like you're you've discussed the last 18 months being fantastic and i'm sure you you've certainly got no regrets there at all which is great and if we we bring things up to the present day justin how advantage using new technology or 
digital change to meet and exceed your customers' expectations? I'll give you a, I'll give you a couple examples of that, which is which is really exciting to me. So this is the first time in my career I could take my laptop, turn it around in a broker meeting, and show a dashboard to a broker and have everybody agree on the numbers. Which uh, to a lot of people listening to this, that that will resonate. Some minds will be blown by that because, frankly, it was the first time I've ever been able to do that. Where We've been able to agree on, yep, that's the number of submissions. Yep, that's the hit ratio. This is where we are uh, in terms of being a trading partner. So we've got, you know, we've invested heavily in data and analytics. Uh, we've got a great data and analytics team. So that, that comes in many forms. One of them is just being able to have all of our data flow into, and this is a non-tech person speaking, right? All of our data is flown into one spot. And we're able to access it. And we're able to use it. So when it comes to, to to working with customers and brokers, that's really powerful because we're able to get to what I feel is very accurate, timely information. The other thing we're doing, which is frankly a talent attractor here at Advantage, is we're building out all of our own IT system, which is a lot of work. It is a ton of work, but it's very rewarding because our underwriters, our claims people, are coming in and literally they're able to contribute to how they're going to work in the future and, and how their systems are going to help them underwrite underwrite deals. So we've been standing up IT systems as, as we go, We're rolling on more products and business units to them as we go. And I, I think that one, it's going to help us be more efficient, but it's also going to help us evaluate risk more effectively just because of all the data that can be plugged into that process, it, it, just allowing our underwriters and other professionals just in more of an ease of, of how they how they work, frankly. And, and I think what that then provides our customers and will provide our customers more so over time is just more interesting insights in terms of benchmarks. And the more, more time managers in business, the more time we're going to be able to provide something very unique, I feel, to our, our customer base. I was, with, I was with a broking leader a few weeks ago, and, and he said to me, he goes, you know, we're holding Vantage to a very high stand because you are new, you are new, but you have new technology, and we, you know, we expect that you should be able to turn things around, and that it should work better than, you know, perhaps a company that has many different systems. But mm. we know you have one system, which, which is frankly, you know, I think it's more than fair. Mm. Um, mm. It's something we've thought a lot about here. Must give you a great competitive advantage, really, if you can build out your own IT system rather than obviously the challenges that the legacy insurance companies have with their systems and changing their IT infrastructure? It, it is. I mean, like I said, it's it's a lot of work. It's, it's all hands on deck to do it. But I think we've got it. We, we have a great team mm. that's working on it. And, and it's finding a way to do it as efficiently as possible as well. Mm. So keeping our underwriters engaged on writing a business, you know, writing business, working with customers and brokers, mm. but you know, getting, getting through, getting those systems online is, is key. But it's it's a unique, so unique in terms of an underwriter being able to influence the system design and build up. Like, you know, I always wanted to do this at my old carrier, but I couldn't do it. I love hearing that in these design sessions and things that our, our teams are involved in, hearing about how we could help them do something better. That must be fantastic when you when it comes to attracting talent as well, especially people yes. who, are, who are very sort of tech-minded as well. No, fantastic. As you look ahead now, I mean, for, for our listeners, we're in June 2022. I think the pandemic situation that's been a real challenge, obviously, for everybody over the last couple of years appears to be at an end. But what do you see as the major challenges ahead now for insurance executives? What do you think insurance executives need to be doing now in order to be successful in the future? Yeah, so 
risks are continuing to change, right? So and that's true for everybody. I, I think for us, we were born in COVID. So yeah. while we've had an office in Bermuda from the get-go, we have a limited regional footprint in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we're working on right now is building out our regional strategy. What are we going to look like in the future in terms of of offices and where our people are. And we frankly hired the best talent wherever they are. Mm. Uh, but we're, we're currently building out our plan over the next few years of, of where our office space is gonna be based upon where our customers and trading partners are. So that's something we're very much focused on, which is gonna have a different look and feel than our competitors. And while others I think are, are now shedding space and, and rethinking how they work, we very much are approaching it with a very fresh perspective and, and not having to shed space, but frankly, you know, think strategically about how we want to adopt space and how we want to bring people together. But that's, that's something that we spend a lot of time thinking about is strategically, how do we bring people together? When does it matter to be in person? When is it good to be remote? Having some flexibility there has, has I think, been more of an asset, uh, been more of an advantage versus a disadvantage. That's, that's one piece. And then the second piece of preparing for the future, I would say, is our investment in data and analytics. Yeah. And it's not just from, it's from a variety of perspectives, but like I said before, it's from how we prepare, get our underwriters the information they need to evaluate accounts. It's what we share with our customers. So continuing that commitment, data and analytics and, and anything around that space continues to evolve very, very quickly, more so than just real time. It's all the time. So our, our ability to introduce new data and think about that differently is, is key to Vantage's long-term strategy. It's like something I said earlier that we've invested in heavily, um, and it's something that we're keeping our eye on as we, as we go forward. Awesome. Thank you for that, Justin. That's fantastic. Brings us nicely on to the espresso round now where the questions are short, sharp, and straight to the point. So I know you, you like your Starbucks, you like your home coffee as well. Are you ready for the espresso round now? Ready. The Espresso Round. Justin, what are the characteristics about Vantage that make it such a great place to work at? Talent, first and foremost. We have hired some fantastic people that have only attracted more fantastic people. It is just, it's all about people. And I know this is not an espresso answer, so it's going to be maybe more of the drip coffee answer. But I'll tell you, every Monday we have a call with our CEO, Greg Hendrick. Every employee is invited. And they all show up if they're not on an airplane. And uh, it is just a free form of updates around Vantage. And it's a free form for everybody to ask questions. And that's something so unique and special that I think will continue forever. So that's a very specific point, but one that I think makes Vantage very unique. Nice. And what opportunities do you provide to high-performing insurance professionals, underwriters, insurance leaders who want to progress that next step in their career? So there are so many different opportunities to get engaged at a, at a company like Vantage because it's all about what skills do you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's a matter of what initiatives we have in our operational plan that you can contribute to, is it a new product we're looking to launch that you can contribute to? Is it, is it our regional build out? Is it anything and everything that you can imagine? And then there's a ton just from we've formed almost immediately as Vantage was formed, a whole series of employee groups in terms of everything from a a book club to a group focused around fitness to you name it, we have an employee group around it. So there's just a real sense of of community and a way to get involved here. And it all comes together on Fridays. We have everybody gets paired up with somebody for a virtual 10-minute networking session. 
which is just a fantastic way to get to know colleagues in, in a virtual environment, uh, I think really helps kind of bring bring our community and culture together. Awesome. And when it comes to attracting talent, you said earlier that obviously great talent then attracts attracts further talent to the business. But what are the the sort of the skills or behaviors that you demand from insurance executives when you're when you're looking to hire? We're looking for you know, individuals that are, are strong communicators, that are open, that that have those those key leadership characteristics, frankly, that want to develop the next set of leaders, you know, that, that ultimately really can understand and believe in the Vantage story of, you know, clean balance sheet, new IT systems, fresh capital, wanting to build something. And, and you can tell when you interview somebody, right, if, if they have the energy and the drive and they're, they're excited about the opportunity or not, and it, it definitely comes through in discussions. And you know, I, I ask after we do a panel, if we interview a leader, you know, do they see risk different? Which is you know part of our tagline. But frankly, it's a fair question, mm-hmm. and you do feel it in in those in those discussions if the person's got that energy and drive. In terms of challenges faced, I mean, you, you've grown the business very quickly, but what has been the, the largest challenge you face when attracting and recruiting? What are some of the sort of frustrations there? I mean, there's there's a lot of competition out there. So especially around the financial line, cyber, et cetera, I mean, there's a lot of competition for talent out there today. I mean, you can see it on LinkedIn, you can see it in a variety of spots. The biggest, the biggest challenge we have is it's one of repetition is we have to be out there all the time with our name in the marketplace, in front of brokers, in front of customers, et cetera. And it is a repetition game, unfortunately, because there are tons of markets, legacy and not. And it's just super important that our people are out there, whether it be from a market or a talent perspective, sharing who Vantage is, what we're all about. And, and once we get an opportunity to tell our story, I feel very confident that we'll do well with whoever we're telling the story to and with. But it's a matter of repetition and getting out there. Certainly what we're doing today. And I think that's, yep. that's, that's coming across loud and clear, which I think is great. Justin, final question in the espresso round. If there are any insurance executives out there now in the US considering their next move or opportunity, what would your advice be to them? You know, take some time and, and, and look around a bit and, and really figure out what, what you want to do. I think that there is ample opportunity out there, as we all we all know right now. And but I think the most important, and this sounds so simple, but, but really think about what makes you happy and what you want to do long term. I see, you know, people making multiple moves right now, but I, I would say there are lots of great opportunities out there, and there's a lot of great opportunities here at Vantage that we'd love to talk to folks about uh, and, and continue uh, to grow our team as well. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's just fantastic the way that you certainly demonstrated that that yourself taking that time to pause and reflect really decide what what makes you happy and then going for that opportunity with both hands justin thank you so much for your time today it's been it's been great to have you on the insurance coffee house before we go there do you have one piece of closing advice for our listeners and how would they go about reaching out to you after the show well well first of all nick thanks for thanks for having me on your your show today it was it was great Biggest piece of advice is is to to network. I think to get out there and to just you know learn as as much as you can and 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 really try to contribute back to the insurance industry. Speaking in a couple of weeks at an event, I think it's just a great way to share what what's on your mind, but also listen to what others have to say. And I think everybody can everybody can do that, you know, regardless of what your 
position or, or area of expertise might be, wherever carrier, broker, whatever you may work at. So definitely would, would close with that thought. In terms of contacting me, find me on LinkedIn. That's the easiest way. Enough people, enough people do. Find me on there. Uh, happy to happy to chat with you on there and probably the easiest one to get me on. Yeah, no worries. No worries. We'll be sure to put a link actually of your profile there on the show notes. So listeners can just click straight onto that whilst they're listening and reach out to you. Brilliant. Yeah. Justin, yeah, thank you so much for, for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. I think it's been great to hear about the work there that you're doing there at Vantage sounds like a really interesting place to be. Sounds like there's some great opportunities there. But we also really appreciate your time and the advice that you've been giving to other aspiring insurance executives. So thank you. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. And to all the insurance leaders and insure tech executives around the world, wherever you're listening today, we thank you for joining us. And I'm sure you would have gained a lot of great insights um, and learnings from what Justin's had to say today. If you did enjoy the show, please remember to download and subscribe to the pod to receive each one of our episodes directly into your app each week. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, or I'd like to learn more about the competitive advantage that podcasts can give to your business when attracting talent, please reach out to us at insurance-search.com or drop us a message on LinkedIn. Until next time, I've been Nick Codley. This has been the Insurance Coffee House Global Insure Tech Series. Take care. You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.